This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatibco on Classic Rock K97. K97. Uh, 529.9 degrees to start your day. Friday afternoon, I posted the picture of uh, my mom, my daughter, my son, and myself uh, as we were getting ready to kick off Rockfest. So it was early Friday afternoon. And the picture of us, when my son was wearing a heavier coat, my daughter was wearing yep. a my mom, we, we were all wearing, I mean, appropriate fall weather. Yeah. And I posted the picture on a Facebook page and a buddy of mine, Barry from Kelowna, he, his comment was, why are you guys wearing winter coats? I felt like driving to Kelowna right there to punch him in the mouth. You can borrow my Mustang. Go now. And, <laughs> and then uh, another friend of mine on her Instagram story just posts Kelowna sunsets with the curse of writing a little app or whatever it is, that feature on your... And yeah, hit her too. <laughs> no. <it's, laughs> I see what you mean there and uh, but um yeah the uh, i mean it's going to be sunny in 23 today and 28 tomorrow okay terrific yeah and then something happens the summer of suck returns terry yeah. it was supposed to be sunny right through sunday <laughs> with temperatures in the low to mid 20s but now thursday it's going to be 19 friday is going to be cloudy in 19 yeah. saturday is going to be cloudy in 20 and it's going to be Rainy and 18 on Sunday. I've had, I, you know what, I'm, I'm not even angry anymore. I, I'm at the point where this is just comical. What else can, I mean, summer's gone. We've lost it. She over. But uh, it's now just funny. It's like, really? It's going to keep going? Like, how much, how much more can it actually rain and suck in Alberta? How much greener can my lawn get? Yeah, I know. I have the biggest pile of uh, grass out back that I need to dispose of here. It's mm -hmm. growing too fast, man. Well, uh, you know, one thing I will say is it has done wonders for golf courses. Yeah. Uh, some have uh, it's gone beyond <laughs> wonders and become a little too wet. But for the most part, uh, golf courses have uh, really come around terrifically after some really suffered last golf season. Uh, the MS Drive for a Cure Golf Tournament is presented by Hub International Insurance. Golfers are needed for tomorrow. Wednesday, August 21st at the quarry. It's 27 holes for a good cause, so register now. And your only good day to kind of do it this week, too. 28 degrees tomorrow. Why not sign up for the MS Drive for a Cure Golf Tournament? And when you're done, drive to Kelowna and punch somebody. And punch my friend Barry, sure. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko on Classic Rock K97. Time for the 540 Funny brought to you by the comic strip. We have TJ Miller coming up. We have Jimmy Schubert coming up in the future. We have Tom Green on the way. All scheduled to be at the comic strip. Tickets available at thecomicstrip.ca appearing this week Andrew Rivers it's different when I was 20 I was like I'm invincible I'll party all night now I'm in my 30s I'm like I can't leave the house I had too much dairy you know what I mean I used to try to fix stuff I'd be like oh my neck hurts I'll go to the chiropractor now I'm like ah I just want to look left that's fine I don't live in London it's not important <laughs> The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatipko. Classic Rock. On Classic Rock K97. This, this would uh, lead me to believe that uh, somehow cancer has been cured. Uh, the reason I bring that up is because... 
uh, scientists are studying the most peculiar things. Like every once in a while you hear something. Like there was that remarkable footage of the canoe, the guys in the kayaks and stuff, and the glaciers came down and almost killed them. I know. We should ban assault icebergs right, right. now. So, I mean, so there's studies about the icebergs and the glacial uh, and the sure. water, right? Okay, I get that. There's studies like why was there a lynx at the ledge grounds the other day? Okay, I, I get. Maybe, maybe you want to study the migratory patterns of the lynx, the bobcat, whatever. Sometimes there's a bear in the river valley. I, I understand that. But there's a, a new survey that's dug deep into one of the more pressing matters of our time, Pete. And that's whether people who wear glasses take them off before sex. That's important. <laughs> no. See, this is where you're wrong. Oh, that's that's <laughs> earth-shattering stuff here, Terry. 61% of the people surveyed pretty much always take their glasses off, but 10% always leave them on. Well, what about you? You're, you've got four eyes over there. What, what, where, where do you fall? Let's, let's dive right into this study here. Are you a glasses-on or a glasses-off kind of guy? I can't ever recall having my glasses on during coitus. No? No. Why? Does she ever, with no eyebrows, does it look like you're really excited then when you take them off for sex? Whoa! Put them back on here. We're not, we're not, we're not fully there yet. No. No, my, get... my eyebrows have nothing to do with the uh, arousal factor or uh, right. reciprocal sort of pleasure uh I don't think I. I don't think wearing sunglasses or sunglasses that would be awkward too. Wearing glasses during sex would be a very smart play. Seems like you could break them kind of easily, don't you? Well, you at least bend them up. You know, you get those little nose pads, and all of a sudden you roll over, and it's a you know yeah. a change in positions, and you're on somebody's hair, and then you pull to then the pillow hits, and then all of a sudden somebody there's a shoulder or an elbow. They say that the main reasons that people leave them on are so that they can see their partner's face. So they aren't Why would I want to do that? awkwardly fumbling around blind so they don't have to struggle to hunt them down afterward, I suppose. Forty <laughs> percent of the people who wear glasses when they're getting it on have uh, had them fall off during sex or steam up. Oh. And there's the, that, too. And finally, 20 percent, one in five people say that they've been with someone who was turned on. By glasses. You know the whole librarian look? Yeah, that's a good look. <clears throat> I mean... <laughs> on her? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, well, hey. You know. this, when, <laughs> when I was a kid, you know, you, you want to talk about the sexy librarian? When I was a kid, our librarian's name uh, was Nacarado, okay? His first name was Ernie. <laughs> Ernie Nacarado? Ernie Nacarado. He was Ernie he was Nacarado. the librarian. Yes. And hey, you could you could put seven pairs of glasses on Ernie Nacarado and he was not gonna look any sexier <laughs> than he was with no glasses at all. Tell me the Dewey Decimal System, Ernie. <laughs> now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. When uh, Pete first got here, what, a year and a half ago? 
Sure, something like that. One of the first things that uh, we got you to do was the uh, jumping out of the out of the airplane, mm-hmm. and that was raising money for a great cause. Leap of, of faith, man. Yeah, Adara, Adara uh, House. Yeah, yeah. So you you had never done that before. They uh, they were thinking that maybe it would be a good idea to get the station involved, and I thought, well, I've done it lots of times, so it's time to. <laughs> You know, kind of initiate Pete into the thing. Past the parachute, per se. Sure. Did at any point when you jumped out of the... Like, I remember the first year you did it, You the look on your face, the, the picture that was yeah. taken when you're doing the tandem yeah. jump, the look on your face, it was like, I think I'm going to die, look on your face, right there. <laughs> you have that moment cross your head. I oh, wasn't sure. nervous, but then, yeah, as soon as you're falling forward out of a moving airplane at yeah. 14,000 feet, yes, there, it does cross the Nugent. Bring this up because there was a 30... That's happened last week, a 30-year-old Canadian woman survived a 1,500-meter fall. Uh, so 1,500 meters is slightly under a mile. Skydiving a week ago Saturday when her parachute failed to open. This was trying to have just somewhere in Quebec. Trois Rivières. It's a miracle. She, I mean, she suffered some significant injuries, fell into trees, which helped kind of cushion the fall so that she wasn't just killed. Jesus. But uh, this is one of those instances where it got us thinking, it's a, I thought I was going to die when, dot, 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 and give you an opportunity to call in with your stories. I mean, obviously, you're calling in to share your story, but yeah. so you survived. Obs, like she did. I wonder if she right. got a refund. You know what I mean? Like, you go, did she go back and be like, you know, that really wasn't what was advertised? What is it? She's sending a a, a refund uh, request to kind of like this. the person who was wanting the seven dollars back from the floaty toy after they uh, the Coast Guard rec- uh, uh, rescued their daughter. I feel she's earned her refund on this one. Yeah. That was not as advertised. Well, she's. I mean, she's an experienced skydiver. Oh, okay. But uh, she she landed in in trees. There's only been thirteen fatal skydiving accidents. Uh, in the past year, out of three, in the past year, out of three point three million jumps. Oh, so it's it's. Pretty, I guess that's that's not bad. Yeah, low low odds that you're going to actually die in a skydiving accident. There are injuries that, of course, could happen. But how many people almost die in bike trails when like little tree branches hit them? Do we have that statistic over there? There's uh, no study that was done. Ah, scientists, get on it. Uh, by the way, the city of St. Albert came like two days later and removed that giant tree bough from the uh, trail system that almost killed me. I saw a photo of it. They actually had one of those little uh, hand troughs, and they just kind of swept it into a broom along th- with a, a wrapper on I thought it. I was going to die when <laughs> dot, dot, dot. And so, uh, I got a million of these stories. You probably, too, with all your skateboarding and, and whatnot. Yeah. 780-451-8097 if you want to share your story with us this morning. Yesterday, we were all excited about the sunshine right through the weekend, but uh, that's changed. Go figure. Uh, today, 23. Okay, dandy. Tomorrow, 28. Sunny. Okay, super duper. Uh, mix of sun and cloud Thursday, only 19, though. Hmm. Then... Cloudy in 19 on Friday, eh, cloudy in 20 on Saturday, rain in 18 on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, the rain. If it would just not happen. Nine degrees to start your day. SWS Marine Group. Take it uh, take it to the lake. Find your new boat at SWS Marine Group's new location. Monday to Saturday on Highway 16A in Atchison or SWSMarineGroup.com. A little bone to pick with the weather lady. 
Classic Rock. K97. Hello, K97. Who's this? It's Warren. Warren, I thought I was going to die when? I was going on the, going to the Sun Highway in Montana. Oh, about a hundred miles an hour, and uh, no helmet. And a deer came out of the woods right in the middle of my path. And the last moment, I figured if I if I hit him on the highway, it'll be better than him hitting me and putting me in the trees. So I leaned my bike to hit him, and the deer jumped over me and my uh, passenger and my backpack. Yeah, it just jumped right over us. And, uh, <laughs> so I'm, the people can probably figure out by now that you uh, you were on a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. on a motorbike, yeah. And so you, did did you end up going into the toolies, into the ditch or something like no, that? No, I, I stayed on the road. It just jumped over us. I, I had to pull over and gather a few things. <laughs> sure. <laughs> K97, good morning. Who's this? This is Pete. Good morning. How are you? What's up, Pete? I thought I was going to die when my rig crew and I decided to go to an international oil show in Houston. So we took five Harleys and headed south. Um, we were traveling through California, and the freeway was a parking lot. Mics are overheating, so you got four feet between the cars. I pulled in the center lane and started to take off down the highway. Pulled my bike a little. The crew was right on my tail, and a car door opened in front of me. Oh, boy. So I stood like hardly right up on the front wheel to stop. That's thinking somebody's coming right up my arse. Right. Everybody gets stopped just in time. Diver that was going to kill us steps out. It's like six foot six tall highway patrolman. Oh, oh. <laughs> he looks at the Canadian plate between my forks and a deep southern drawl. He says, I don't know where you're all from, son, but we don't do that here. <laughs> <laughs> the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. 654, thanks for being here with us this morning. Story uh, from last week at a Trois-Rivières. Uh, about a an experienced skydiver whose chute didn't open and she suffered some serious injuries, but is expected to survive uh, after her chute didn't open. That's guy. You know what though? That's a cool story. Imagine being able to tell that at a party. You've got the top story. Free beers for you for sure. Not a lot of people can tell that story. No. A surviving plane crash or skydiving incident or anything like that. Uh, so it got us talking about uh, times where I thought I was going to die when dot yeah. dot dot. And Tim's got a story. Yes, Tim. Well, we, had, we worked on a suction dredge. And uh, it had a 36-inch diameter pipe and a 36-inch diameter pump. When a rock got sucked up into it and wedged into the pump, you'd have to crawl inside with a crowbar sit on the fan blade and pry it out. Ooh. So I'm inside the, well, it was a normal thing. Well, and this is, we're talking 30, 40 years ago. Well, I'm sitting on the fan blade and I get the rock out and I shove it to my buddy who's a, who's got the creeper inside the pipe. Now, in the top of the pipe, there's a little tiny lip. Well, I felt that fan blade start to move and I just reached in, grabbed that lip of the pipe, pulled myself in, I kicked my buddy in the head, lost my hard hat, my smokes, and my lighter. I'm curled up in a little ball, and I turned my head around, and I looked, and that pump was spinning full blast. <laughs> so I kind of, in the moment that I felt that fan blade start to kick and move, you know, you know that one brief fraction of a second <laughs> wow. told, you to, told you to get the hell out of there, and it was all I could do to get myself out, and I, I, the thing was inches from my head. I know what it's like to go through a traumatic experience like that and lose your darts during the shift at work. <laughs> oh, and oh, Pete, it was a full pack, too. Eh? Oh, thoughts and <laughs> prayers, brother. Thoughts and prayers. Classic Rock, K97.
yesterday all excited about the weather forecast with a whole bunch of sunshiny emojis, the, you know, complete through the week. Uh, those are gone. Yeah. Uh, we still have them for today and tomorrow. Uh, 23 today, 28 tomorrow. Uh, then 19 Thursday, and then the clouds roll in for the weekend into next week. Yep. Northern Bear Golf Club, year-round bookings available for the perfect wedding party or a corporate function. Modern, majestic, northernbeargolf.com. Uh, so e-scooters are the big news right now in Edmonton. First weekend of e-scoot and boogie here. And uh, the company that owns the fleet says there were about 2,000 rides. No injuries yet. On 150 scooters. On 150 the, scooters, yeah. yeah. And 10 that temporarily grew legs as well, eh? A couple of people tried to <laughs> borrow their scooters permanently, but they're on GPS apps, so the owners of the scooters kind of would go and knock on their door and be like, uh, hey, bro, can we have our scooter back now? And most of the time, people were nice about it, and a couple of times they had to call the cops. Even one guy scratched off their sticker and put on his own dackle. Starting up his own company. With their with their scooters. <laughs> And then somebody also shared a photo of one that was stuck up in a tree already. Mm-hmm. I almost creamed and killed a guy on one in 99th yesterday. What a time to be alive. Scooters, yeah. baby. And there's more coming. There's another company that's going to start up. This yeah. Lime is uh, apparently going to kick in as well. So, oh, what, 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 what power names? Bird and Lime. Well, they're e-scooters. I know. It's not like Harley <laughs> Davidson hasn't come out with an e-scooter. I know there's an electric bike on the horizon, but Mm -hmm. that's another thing altogether. Uh, New study finds that having kids makes you happier. Isn't this something? They've done studies on everything. Everything from uh, the glaciers falling into the ocean to, you know, health things to uh, uh, whether or not people leave their glasses on during sex. That's an important one. found that out earlier this morning. Now this new study finds that having kids makes you happier. But there's an asterisk. Having kids makes you happier, but only after they have grown up and moved out. So piss away 20 years of your life and then you'll be happy again. Yeah. Have children so that you can be happy in 20 years. Uh, Germany's Heidelberg University asked 55,000. This wasn't, they didn't stroll into a coffee shop or a pub and just say, hey, who's got kids? Are you happy? They surveyed 55,000 people about their emotional well-being and found happiness is more common among those aged 50 or above whose children have moved out. The study also found that those parents have more financial stability than their childless peers because what happens is the kids move out and then all of a sudden the next paycheck comes and they go, what the hell, where did all this money come from? (laughs) We haven't seen this in like... 21 years. Honey, we can get a new Chesterfield. <laughs> hey, you know the fridge that's got the handle hanging off it because the kids open the fridge and hang on the handles while they look inside to see if there's anything to eat? We can get a new fridge with a handle that's actually fastened to the door. Lucky for you. I suppose. More. So, there you go. Have kids, Pete. You and Loren can have kids. In 20 years, you'll be happy. Oh, I could just dodge that situation. Because yeah, here's another story about kids screwing up your entire life. A driver in Indiana ended up getting a ticket after he threw a baby's diaper out of his window. I guess he was driving down the highway. The, you know, the, the spawn of the little kid there filled his pamper. He couldn't take the smell anymore. So he packed up that pamper and gave it an old punt out the window there of his PT Cruiser. Right. And sure enough, he hit a cop car. Wow. 
There's, Probably right after he got a car wash, too, so it was, I was left a mark. There's not enough blue goo in the uh, receptacle <laughs> yeah, to clean that windshield. Oof, what a smell through your air vents, too. <laughs> anyway, the cop pulls him over and he gives him a ticket, and he says, uh, I guess the guy was not admitting to it. He says, oh, the wind blew it out, bro. The wind. Yes. <laughs> the one thing I know about Spawn is you can have a seven-pound baby that'll fill an 18-pound diaper. I don't understand how that happens. Well... Judging from experience, I wish the wind would just take diapers away, but it's not the case. Uh, Blue Jays play the Dodgers tonight, 8 o'clock in Los Angeles. Two teams going in different directions. Jays are 52 and 75. Dodgers, 82 and 44. Canada lost to Curacao. And just like that, they are out of the Little League World Series in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Total of 15 Canadians competing this week in the LPGA Canadian Women's Open back east. The Tour Championship on the PGA Tour goes in Atlanta this weekend to determine the FedEx Cup winner. A quick thing about a golf tournament that's happening tomorrow. The first truck MS Drive for the Cure Golf Tournament is happening tomorrow at the Quarry. 27 holes for a great cause and they're looking for more golfers to fill the tournament. It's going to be sunny and 28 tomorrow so maybe uh, email lisa.brooks at mssociety.ca if you want to get involved in that. And Eskimos hosting Winnipeg Friday a couple of the top teams in the league. Commonwealth Stadium game time, 7 o'clock. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko on Classic Rock K97. 714, thanks for being here this morning. We uh, talked uh, last week, it was a week ago Saturday, that a woman back east, Hoa Riviere, she was uh, an experienced skydiver. Her chute didn't open. She's expected to survive, but uh, sustained some pretty serious injuries when her chute didn't open when she was skydiving. I guess that makes her an experienced faller now, too. It sure does. Uh, made us think of, uh, you know, the opportunity for people to tell stories that I thought I was going to die when. And I have hundreds of those stories. Everything from being on a driving range wearing a medieval suit of armor, having people shoot golf balls at me, to stock car racing and bungee jumping and skydiving. And one that I remember that is a little lighter... <laughs> I don't know if I actually could have died. I suppose it's possible. But when I was a kid living in, uh, it was great, five, six, and seven, living in Vancouver. And I weighed about as much as a fart in a wet paper bag. Yeah, you were a scrawny kid. Yeah, I was all elbows and knees. Um, And I had a a paper route. I delivered the Vancouver Sun on the UBC Endowment Lands. So I'm, uh, you know, delivering the sun, and I got the two bags, 30 papers in each bag over each shoulder and on either side because I had one of those bikes with the, you know, the high handlebars, the A-pack. Oh, hell yeah, man. The yellow banana seat with the sissy bar and stuff. Love them. Well, it got to the point where I I had 60 houses on my route. Making bank, kid. So I had 30 on either side. Well, I started getting a few more houses. All of a sudden, I was up to 75, and then I was up to 80. Well, I got one of these giant paper basket, like the the, yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. the metal baskets that you put on the front of your bike to hold the papers. Well, I thought, well, this is, why it, Why am I putting all these papers on my shoulders when I have this awesome basket that I can put them in? <laughs> so I'm riding down Chancellor Boulevard, uh-huh. and it's, the Sunday paper is full of all the stuff, like the advertisements and stuff. So you have to stuff the papers before you put them in the, and, and take them to deliver so they're extra heavy. So I'm riding down Chancellor Boulevard. I got like God knows how many papers in, 
you know, and your subscriptions are different on Sunday than they are on regular. Oh, I know. That's when, that, that, yeah, that's the the one your dad hit you with because it left a right. mark. Like you, it was a good one. You could have more. You could have less. Yeah. So I'm tootling down Chancellor Boulevard in the UBC Endowment Lands, and like I said, I weigh about as much as a fart in a wet paper bag with 700 pounds of papers in this giant basket on the front of my banana seat bike. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, I just noticed that I'm floating. <laughs> the weight of the papers combined with the, the lack hell, of yeah, weight yeah, yeah. on the back of the bike yeah. and the grade that I was going down and the speed, the velocity that it was starting to be gathered, yes. it lifted the back tire of the bike off. So what'd you do? I was on the front tire for probably, it seemed like hundreds of yards. But it, it was sick probably, endo the whole way there. And ass over tea kettle. Oh, you went over. There were papers everywhere. Oh, and you had to what, to put the flyers back to Every, after? It took me forever to get. And some, I just, after eventually I thought, well, hey, I'm just going to let those go and wherever they end up. Back to in which the earth they came. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, It was quite, the, the traffic had to stop. <laughs> to point and laugh? Or? <laughs> Pretty much. The all new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatipco. Classic Rock. On Classic Rock K97. Seems more people wanted to hear the snowboard story. And that's good because one of them can get me arrested, I'm uh, sure. Democracy prevails. Yes. So I uh, thought I was going to die when? I thought I was going to die when I went snowboarding. This is in Mount Tremblant, a beautiful, beautiful place in Quebec. And I was trying to ride well outside my weight class with a couple of heavy hitters. And there was a giant, giant booter of a jump that went into a rainbow handrail. So that, that's a... Excuse that's me, a, just sorry. I'm going to give you, you an idea. Give me some terms that I'm not familiar with. A booter of a what? Big a, jump. Okay. Curved bar rainbow handrail so what you do is you hit the you hit the jump you got to clear a, a bunch of space you get onto a rain a rainbow handrail so it's shaped like a rainbow like, oh, okay. you know what i, I mean i see it's got nothing and to you, do with a pride parade or no no okay. none of that All right. and then you grind across it right and you get off the other end sure well outside my caliber of things to hit okay but i wasn't going to not you know not ride with the big dogs that's how you get better is riding hit with it. people who are better than you so you got to go full tilt buggy to hit this so of i'm talking you here you're you're upwards of 60k an hour when you hit that booter Faster than you can go on one of these e-scooters. I tripled the speed, bro. Uh Uh-huh. So I hit it, and I hit it on my front edge. So as soon as I take off, we're in trouble. I'm rolling down the proverbial air windows well, going through (laughs) the air like this. It's not good. We're rolling them down hard. Rolling down the air windows. I love that. It's not going well for me. Good thing there's something that's going to stop me, and it happens to be a metal rail. Of course. And I used my teeth. Yeah, I know, but it's a rainbow rail, so, it, so it, it's like yeah, unicorns. It's like unicorns came right out of probably it. pixie dust floating around. Last thing I remember is my full jaw hitting this rail. Mm-hmm. I had like 60, 70K here. Right. To, out cold. Out cold. The next thing I remember is I'm in one of those toboggans, like a little... Qu- Meat ca- wagon. Yeah, like a little ca- uh, cocoon, you know, yeah. little there. And they're... Meat wagon. They're taking me down and they're doing the nice slope style down sure. and wiggling me about. and Telemarking. So my face is just a bloody mess. I'm missing half my teeth now. Right. Like, it's it's a disaster. It's a disaster. I thought, this is a big problem. I can't feel... Like, I banged up myself a lot in other places, but I'm just worried about my teeth, Right. right. 
And we get to the bottom, and the guys that I'm riding with and my buddy, they come swooping in, like, and stop. Did they, you know? did they spray you They with didn't snow, snow me, no. Oh, they weren't that much been... of a dick there. <laughs> but they look at me, they're like, all right, he's good. Put him in the bar. And they put me in the bar, bought me a pitcher of beer, and said, we'll pick you up at the end of the day. We already bought our lift tickets. You're going to ride this one out. Classic Rock, K97. K97, good morning. Who's this? This is Daryl. How are you? Not bad, Daryl. You almost died blank. Me and a buddy were diving in Hawaii off Oahu. There's a power generation station, and there's a hot water discharge about 300 meters out from shore. And we're just enjoying the millions and millions of fish by this hot water discharge. And a riptide came in, hauled us out about, oh, three miles out into the ocean. Holy crap. So the only way we got back was we swam down to the bottom and pulled ourselves back to shore rock by by rock. So you had to time the rip and then swim when there was the, the surge had gone. And then go to the next rock and hold on and do this for an hour or so. And everything was good until I tried to reach that one extra rock. And there was a sea urchin on the backside of it. And I grabbed onto the sea urchin. Ow. That hurt a bit. Were you wearing... We made it. Were you wearing your uh, uh, BC at the time? Or, like, were you scuba or were you just snorkeling? Nope, scuba. How did you have enough air to do that and get back? It was very controlled breathing and understanding that you needed to have it last that long. What do you do for work now? <laughs> well, commercial diving and uh, pumping and things like that. I was going to say, you missed your calling as Ethan Hunt for the next Mission Impossible there. Holy <laughs> Christ. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting thing. But he's a dive instructor and I have a dive master certification, so we were kind of mentally prepared for it, but it was still a bit of a shock. Yeah, to say the least, that's an insane story. Right on, Daryl. Thanks for the call. The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko. And here are some things you don't need to know. Sometimes Jerome McGinley getting an arena named after him takes precedence over other stories that might be happening that uh, could be added to things you need to know, so they just kind of get pushed aside. Well, what did we miss? Uh, Dave Schmida. Schmidt? Yeah, Dave Schmida. Oh, boy. Initially tried to use a pesticide to get rid of a hornet's nest at his family home in Massachusetts. Uh-huh. Uh, when that didn't work, he thought that he would try a different method. What'd he do? Well, <laughs> he uh, aimed a Roman candle at the mast <laughs> and set it on fire. <laughs> The problem is, he also set the corner of his house on fire. <laughs> so, so now, luckily, <laughs> gotcha, you little oh boy. Luckily, he was able to use a fire extinguisher to get rid of the flames before it completely consumed the domicile. When asked if it got rid of the bees, he said. Mission accomplished. <laughs> the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. Well, it seems to be, uh, well, a, a, top, a popular topic of conversation, these e-scooters that have hit Edmonton. There's two companies uh, 
Lime and Bird. Bird is the one that uh, started up over the weekend, and some 150 of these e-scooters are tooling about. There was around 2,000 different rides that were, you know. Do you know why they call it Bird? I had to look this up because I thought it was a really ridiculous name. Has it got something to do with the tall handlebars or something like that? Give yourself a ding, sir. Give yourself a ding. Oh, is that what? That is. It's because the long neck of a, a bird or whatever. Is that right? Yeah. Huh. That was a crazy guess. I don't know. Could have called them so many other cooler things, but anyway. Well, the, the, the other one, the, the other company that's coming up is Lime. I, I saw the guy, the owner of the bird thing, come out. He's saying there's some precautions you have to take. They're, they offer up the helmet, so please wear a helmet. That's mm. the one thing. Mm-hmm. Then they said, uh, just like bicycles, these are designed for one person. So please do not have passengers on your bird e-scooter. Oh, no Dublin? No Dublin. Damn. So we thought... Uh, there's probably some other things that you shouldn't be doing on your e-scooter. Or what would look ridiculous kind of deal, too. Yeah, yeah. like uh, if you're a door-to-door plywood salesman. <laughs> <laughs> Not a very good idea to do that on an e-scooter. It's... If a girl calls you over for a booty call and you show up on an e-scooter, she's probably sending you home right away. You don't think that's going to be... I don't think if you pull up into a... It's not a power move? You show up into a six skid at her porch, she's going to turn you right around with half charge and send you on out of there. <laughs> turn you right around with half charge? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, it's uh, picking up the new Ivor storage system from Ikea for your dorm. <laughs> the Ivor storage system? <laughs> don't, don't do that on your on your e-scooter. You're not going to be able to get that more than a block. No. Also, if you're trying to impress people and, you know, maybe you want to pull up to a fancy place like the Cactus Club or Joey on Jasper, Ooh. you know, Ferrari, Ferrari, e-scooter, eh, not going to make the statement that uh, those supercars You mean there's there. no uh, e-scooter valet <laughs> at Joey on Jasper? No. That's no. A, yeah. And, uh... T- the last thing you should do is is uh, go mattress shopping on your e-scooter. You can pull up to Sleep Country. You, I don't care how much duct tape, binder, twine, and ratchet straps you got. You're no. not getting that thing home. Not a chance. Not a, not even a single. You couldn't get any of them home. <laughs> and definitely don't do this, especially here in Alberta. Don't show up to your first day on an oil rig on an e-scooter. <laughs> All right? You might get laughed off the rig. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko on Classic Rock K97. Of all the uh, concerts for 2019, Def Leppard is probably going to be the one that uh, people raved about. Yeah, there was a lot of love for that. Like over the top where you may not have expected such raving. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was killer when uh, when they uh, blew through town here. It's uh, 8.52, the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko. Thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, we have more of Edmonton's classic rock coming up around the corner here. Pete's going to hang for a bit as uh, Todd James is on vacation this week. He's actually down at the fringe you can go swing by and see him. He's doing his live hits for Global. He's fringing. Yeah, he's fringing. Uh, the other thing is uh, it's business as usual with K97's Fairways to Heaven. Cougar Creek is our next stop on K97's Fairways to Heaven, and two can golf for 110 bucks. Cougar Creek is usually very well attended, and you can book a spot for you and a friend at 780-437-9220. 
Uh, book that. We gave away the uh, other two spots to golf with us yesterday, so we've got that all cinched up. The other thing, too, is when you get out there, make sure you drop by and see the K97 Roadhogs because we have that big grand prize we'll give away at the end of the season Hot. from uh, Uncle Al over there at uh, DeBoer's Golf on 99th Street. Hot damn, it's a good it's a good prize, too. Oh, it's a great prize. Yeah, it's an, I mean, anytime you get golf clubs. With it. What, uh, we talked about this. You got your putter re-gripped for your dad. It ended up being like a 50- or 60-year-old yeah, putter. 60 year old ping what uh what is your mom you're messaging with your mom now she's did oh they did, got the putter he just received it yeah i just oh, you I, shipped I, it I, to uh, I had to get real creative without shipping i was really worried i thought you were giving it to them when they were here yeah but they had suitcases they had to fly home oh you they can't could. really put that on their carry-on you can take a ceramic statue of david and put it above the carry-on but a putter that's a weapon so no 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 so i had to ship that to the tune of 72 dollars to get it home. Thanks a lot, Canada Post. Mm-hmm. Anyway, should have saw the packing job I did on that. I bet. Mm-hmm. Full roll of... And I didn't bring anything. Classic me move. Just had the putter in the back of the Mustang. Showed up at Canada Post. Was like, need to ship this. What are we doing with it? Right. And they give me a box that fit the shaft. And then the, the head was hanging out. The most expensive part of the putter. So now I'm just shopping around Canada Post. I'm buying all kinds of stuff. at way too much money to make this happen. Bought a huge roll of bubble wrap and just did that, and then I bought a roll of tape, took a roll of tape off there. They're all kind of just watching me, and I'm <laughs> making it work, and I give them this, look like an artificial leg by the time I was done, and said, <laughs> send this to my dad. You, your dad, what is this, a prosthetic? Yeah. Wow, aren't you just leaving a giant Bigfoot print? Of carbon? Of carbon. Yeah. <laughs> Should have just sent it back with Trudeau. He's bouncing back and forth all the time. 75 yards of bubble wrap. <laughs> Have to protect the putter, bud. Yeah, I bet. Well, that's nice. Uh, again, the phone number for K97's Fairways to Heaven, 780-437-9220. Two can golf for 110 bucks at Cougar Creek.